Hello, the Knights of the World Table, and thanks for listening. So what we have for you this week is not a regular episode. Last week, episode 12, was the conclusion of our first sort of full story arc. And next week, we are going to be beginning season two, which is going to be DM'd by Chris Daly, who has previously played Gravely. We recorded a couple of those episodes. I'm really excited to share them with you. And uh, Chris is doing a great job DMing, and I am really enjoying, I'm, I'm enjoying playing. I'm excited to introduce you to Jarek Dark Harbor, criminal, paladin, warlock. It's complicated. We'll explain it later. Uh, Jarek's a lot of fun for me to play, and it's a lot less pressure for me to uh, just be like listening and playing and enjoying, because uh, improvising with these awesome folks is a lot of fun. Um, so enjoy it. What you're listening today is kind of like a debrief episode, so immediately after recording episode 12, we hung around and kind of talked about how it had gone, and our plans, and highlights of the season, and specifically there's also some kind of inside extra information about what the Knights of the Realm are, and the ways they introduce each other. We also, at the end of the episode, have a sneak peek of season two, so definitely listen to that. So thanks again for listening. Thanks again for spreading the word and helping us launch and get started. Thanks for leaving your reviews. And um, also, if you can follow us on... Oh, you know what, you guys? On Instagram this week, we've posted maps, um, some really cool maps of the realm of Oakheart, and then also like a zoomed-in uh, piece of the map of where Respite is and some of the locations around that. That's really cool. So check out Instagram at Knights of the Rolled Table Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Rolled Table. You can follow me personally because I tweet about the podcast and also... Um, because I'm a therapist, I tweet about sort of like the intersection of mental health and uh, role-playing games, which is a lot of fun. That's at M-F-T-Z-A-C-H. Um, follow Chris at Daily Tunes RPG. And Weston is, uh, Weston is responsible for our kind of extra soundtrack music in the final episode, which was super rad. He also does the last week on recaps, which are super... Basically, anything uh, you hear on the podcast that's like really cool. Not just like, that was nice, but like, whoa, that was really cool. That's probably Weston is responsible for that. So you can follow him at Make My Anthem on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks very much for your support. As always, go out and make life an adventure. Welcome back to Knights of the Table. Feel like, I feel like we should all be taking a shot right now. Like just as a like, <laughs> hey, that was several. a that was a thing. Oof. I feel like for a first real like podcast adventure, that was like super fun. Good job. Can we just yeah. have a moment for Zach? Zach, Zach. Zach Stone is awesome, man. You almost made me cry. Really That's good. Cool. I know. Like especially <laughs> like with Sindel and oh. like, oh my god, <laughs> can't even do my Three, stupid thing two. because I'm having feelings. Yeah, I don't know how that went. I wasn't making eye contact with anybody when it, I was doing. It was very moving. It was, moving. It was, it was and her good. Mom. Yeah, I liked it. it was heavy. So we are sitting around the table. We just finished in co- recording episode 12, which is the last episode of the arc that I'm going to DM. Baker's doesn't. Because, yes, because Chris is going to be no, taking really over doesn't. with some of the same characters and some different characters. I'll be playing a character. I can do that, too. Oh, man. In the what? next arc. But we're just going to record a little bit of, like, 
thoughts and questions and how that little arc went and kind of like how the podcast is going so far. So what do you guys think? Let's discuss. Well, the first really interesting thing is... I have removed, by the way, I physically <gasps> removed DM my DM screen, screen from gone. the table. Wow. Just now it's just a roll table. Get him. <laughs> He's not a floating I think the first thing that's kind of interesting is the uh, Knights of the Realm concept mm-hmm. because there's three of us or three characters now that are part of that and that might be something that out of all the realms... We're going to see, we, well, we might not know, but we might meet characters that are part of this. Well, that's a, that's yes, who else is a knight of the realm? So, well, Cora we know Seven that... and Donovan are, Coral, Cavan Seven? Coral, <laughs> Coral is Cora. not even a person. Cora. <laughs> Sora, Cavan, and Donovan yep. are all knights, and you don't really know who else might be that you might encounter in your travels. Wick. Black Pepe. And there's the no, world. like, there's no badge or, like, insignia or, like, brand or <laughs> secret we, it's a butt tattoo. It's a butt tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> we have right. to put this butt tattoo on your butt. <laughs> There's a net hand. That's actually, that's actually what the mark of Yanagu oh, is. No. <laughs> so we didn't cover like what, how, how you tell. <laughs> I think there should be some sort of like little. So yeah, one thing like He's you will have to unveil piercing. like the ways, the bonuses to being a knight and the ways. But one thing is when you stood up all together and you looked at the place where the, where the knight held your forearm there's now a mark there that you can see <laughs> gravely has it on his upper <laughs> <Yeah>. tricep <laughs> it's just like up here because like yeah. an armband <laughs> up high. it's a little high so you can see that mark and now that you have a mark you can see a similar mark on sora and Kevin and donovan's oh. forearms but um oh, only, only you can see them, them. They, yeah. they, they weren't there before you couldn't see them before but now mm. you can see them so that's a way that knights identify each other okay that's cool that is mm. rad um, Get some ink, fresh ink, <laughs> invisible ink. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's true. Plus one to perception. <laughs> Zach, since we just did it, um, how were you expecting that last battle to go? Yeah. <laughs> At least for getting into that first ring, is that what you had planned? Is for us to kind of get into that drawbridge? Like, what was it's your? Like what was it your? Open? With a yeah. single arrow? <laughs> like the sabotage, or what was your idea for setting us up? I think there were a few things that, that went off the rails there a little bit. I have to think back. Hold on. You wait, you the didn't whole... prep for sexy sheep? No, no, I didn't I didn't plan for <laughs> sheep or camels in no that. No one scenario. ever expects <laughs> a sexy sheep. Well it kinda of makes me think like when Gravely got that guy in the armor, he went after he just got distracted by the armor. And not went after that dude. And if I found that dude and got that mark, that would have been an interesting shift. But yeah, that, back that then, like the concept that uh, Mannheim, the little Mannheim. three ringtail lemur, was in that armor and controlled the mark. Like I definitely had that way back in various ways that could have played out, could have gone differently. Um, yeah, I didn't really know. I just sort of like set up a situation where you guys had all sorts of ridiculous options and the portal thing and a lot going on and I figured you'd figure out a way. I mean, it's stuff like that I usually figure out like at least one way that I could imagine it happening. If well, I like, felt like you were kind of pushing like with the staff thing for that to be a possible answer in that. Yeah, well the fact that the staff could cast portals to the Feywild was certainly an option that we didn't end up using, but um, yeah, I mean, so there's I could imagine various ways to do that, but I figured like that's 
you guys will figure that out, and I shouldn't be pushing towards one way, and you certainly did in very unique fashion. <laughs> what, what was it about uh, Maya's uh, teleportation with the thunderstep that threw you so, so much? Because that definitely seemed to be the thing that was most surprising. Well, you. yeah, I figured the uh, you guys would be up there and get the mark by defeating Mannheim, and then probably be able to do something. You'd be in control of the knoll army and could send it out and do whatever to turn the battle outside you'd be able to see from up there what was going on from the battle you'd have a good vantage point you could send them out there and take care of things and have things be yeah, all, all good. of those things make a lot of sense yeah. the way it played out like you took him out and now the marks Instantly up went away. there <laughs> and you guys are all down there between all the knolls which was a ridiculously large number because i expected that just to be an army you'd get to like throw into the battle um yeah, I didn't have a clear plan. But, okay. Um, I mean, that was at least an option. Or, mm -hmm. I mean, worst case scenario, the crazy gnolls would be down there. <laughs> you wouldn't be amongst them when they woke up. That's true. But you knew and that. I definitely had to reason through, like, wait, what would happen in this scenario? And you can probably hear me, like, processing through that and realizing, oh, they're going to wake up and uh, XX Bloodyheart and Silius are <laughs> right in there. <laughs> But you had planned for Sindel to be uh, not coming back. Yes? Yes. At some point. Like, a lot of me piecing together this campaign has been one at a time. Like, I didn't plan too really? many details in the future. Like my, my format all along has been, I need to know roughly what's going to happen in this episode that we're recording. And I need to know kind of vaguely what's going to happen next time so I can kind of set it up. And beyond that, I want to keep kind of only the bare bones so that things that develop organically can be can play big parts. So actually, the realization of that being what Sindel is there for was definitely something I arrived at. I think actually, I think after episode 10, I was kind of stuck. We had a fair like length of time between episode 10, which was the Return to the Feywild episode and the assault on the fortress where we didn't record and I was like, man, what's going to happen? And then I kind of like tapped into that and went, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. I uh, I won't lie. I kind of kept waiting for, um, oh shoot, what's the name of the little boy? The drooler. Wick. 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 I was like, yeah, Wick keeps bringing up the drool. Like this baby's drool is going to be a thing at Magic some point. Drool. Like, <laughs> I was ready. Water I was powers. like, check off like, drool. Yeah, yeah, check right. off um, I mean, we don't know that that's not true. It just I mean, <laughs> didn't play a role. Uh, that would have made us forever. immune to fire instead of just resisting. Uh, we're just rubbing <laughs> ourselves. You know, or like it'd be like a Jack Jack situation. Well, where somebody must have like... been babysitting Wick during that. Uh, oh, he wasn't in the. It wasn't in the armor no, papoose. He was not. <laughs> he was not marched Back into town. The which, uh, which, by the way, would actually be a terrible place to put a baby in a battle. Right in front of you. Yeah. Well, he had a tower shield. Don't you dare diss the armor papoose because I'm not gonna lie. That's like that's in my head. That's a canon. That is Wick. Wick has. No, has significant hearing loss, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a little helmet on. He's got, got earmuffs. Earmuffs. Oh, uh, I think Jack, Jess and I both, like, with the mention of Minecraft. the papoose, yeah. we were oh. just like, oh. That was the funniest. Kevin just, like, redeemed himself from all of the previous, like, <laughs> idiocy that he had done. Uh, what were you guys, like, favorite moments of? I liked fighting the basilisk. That was yeah. a fun. That was a that fun was way ridiculous. to die. I liked the um, XX Bloody Heart 
gang, uh, like in the Feywild. Oh, the, the, the little prison side break? quest, the prison break oh, of X Exploding Heart. That was really fun. That was really it's kind fun. of unexpected and like, oh, wow, we get to play these other characters. Well, and getting thrown a character like that, just kind of where it's like, okay, you're playing this character, go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as you guys know, I tend to get a little like kind of a backstory shot. heavy. Do you? <laughs> it, was, it was just a fun little one shot of just like boom there it is yeah yeah I, that was super fun i didn't that would probably plan that episode least because i was just like i'm just gonna give them these characters yeah. and they're gonna figure it out a lot of faith in you guys that you do awesome stuff with just being handed a very weird i had two sheet. hit points <laughs> yes <laughs> hey that's that's twice as many yeah. as bill yeah yeah poor bill. bill and that's uh, maybe my famous such a episode good sport for the bill thing, just like you have a ride. familiar now. <laughs> uh, that was good. What? This is the bio that I sent Chris for our next campaign. Goodness, it's about a dozen paragraphs, and oh, I'm so God. sorry. Right. So that's what we're referencing. When we talk about backstory, like stuff. there's no chill. It's good stuff. I think I said two Thank lines you. to Zach for my. <laughs> I've seen that's your old, bios, Jeff. Whatever. You're the worst. <laughs> but also, XX Bloody Hearts was arguably, I think. Well, I loved all of the characters that we had in this campaign, but he was the one that I was expecting to hate the most, and I wound up, I think, loving. loving He he was my favorite character. Just, yeah, he was such a great counterpoint to so much. Well, I I think having a, like, whenever, I feel like with a rogue, you either have to really lean into it, Mm -hmm. or you Mm -hmm. have to be playing against the norm. And leaning into it was the right decision. Like, that was, and, and doing it in such a unique way. Well, that trope of like that, like late '90s, early 2000s, like mm-hmm. you know, scene kid, yeah. like emo kid, was such a great, great vehicle like a dash for that of Kylo class. Ren oh, on top. So oh yeah. yeah. And speaking of rogues, like shout out to Jessica Burtness oh, for yeah. playing Lyra and the the, the 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 flaw of just like being a terrible liar. That's <laughs> where it was really funny. And every just single like, time you're like, I do I believe you're telling her? the truth? Uh, <laughs> she was she was role playing. Her butt off, and I, I like listening back to that. I was like, man, I feel like I'm not even trying compared to her. <laughs> like she was doing so good. That's such a great yeah. addition. Love GTB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was. It'll be interesting, like, to see if any of those characters pop up again in the future and this next campaign. Yeah. So I mean, concept of that, like, these characters aren't going away. We'll both. Return to them. Some will pop up in Chris's episode and uh, definitely Chris's arc. But beyond that, we'll definitely return to these characters. So it's not that, like, this is the end for these characters. We're doing something new. Is the concept that we're doing as a podcast is, like, really exploring this world from all areas and mixing up different characters and creating us a whole canon of people that come in and out of the story that we're following, which I think will be uh, fun. And you'll get to hear different people DM, and I'm excited to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Zach is a very uh, experienced DM, and I am a not experienced DM, <laughs> so I will be learning along the way with everybody. Which is great. Which is good, and it's part of our mission statement of like helping people learn, and we're learning ourselves. When Chris does DM, he'll like roll out detailed maps and drawings. Oh, yeah. and oh, all like, things that'll work great in audio format. That I've created yeah. of this person. Well, those can all go up on Instagram. There's yeah. likely yeah. to be a lot of supplemental material. <laughs> and a lot of Chris, you're going to have to explain what it is we're looking at. Yeah. What you need to do ahead of time is like number and letter everything. So it's like 
Uh, you can put them up on Instagram. It's with not the battleship. And then it's like, <laughs> please refer to diagram six, <laughs> and then everybody at home can go and oh, cool. If oh, we you can look do at like the Instagram re- post yeah. on August fifteenth. We can do like an, oh uh, like with audiobooks where there's that supplemental PDF that comes with some <laughs> yeah. things. It's like yeah, look when at this you page. hear the mm-hmm. ding, turn yeah. the page. <laughs> <laughs> what if the oh uh, the the, the artwork for the podcast was just the map of like what's happening? Like <laughs> you know, though, regardless, of, like I mean, I know obviously this is a D and D podcast, and we kind of in our own little mini chat talked a little bit but I'll bring this up um, uh, I think that we uh, part of my when you were asking about favorite moments mm-hmm. my favorite moments were pretty role play heavy and probably less rules heavy um, and those were some of my favorite things and I, I really am grateful to all of you for humoring those moments especially because uh, I'm terrible with the rules of D&D apparently uh, and I'm just like but this is what I want to do oh I'm sure we'll have lots of friends on the internet letting us all know how terrible all of us are oh over Comic Con I've of... already had several I was, <laughs> hey. told, I was told verbatim and I'm going to throw this out here because if I say it first you know today is uh, July 25th it is 10.46 p.m., and so I'm going to be quoted as saying, uh, I was told that we uh, we look at the rules, we see the rules, we wave at them, and then we go on and do our own thing anyways. Woo! Um, and uh, you know what? I That's take that as a compliment. Yeah. I take that as a compliment because uh, you know what? It's fifth edition, so, you know. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's probably like yeah, that's about what that's mm-hmm. about what I'm aiming for. I mean, we yeah. do. <laughs> I would say we're pretty yeah. solidly like following how a spell works and all of that, but for sure, partly because like the game is meant to be played around a table, and we're trying to accommodate that sixth person out there or seventh at the moment, which is you at home, and everything that would be best around the table is not best to listen to. But also, there's definitely a wide range of how to play this game and uh, fifth edition in particular. Actually, somebody, one of the D and D, one of the Wizards of the Coast people tweeted out the other day was kind of going through like, "This is this rule, this is this rule," and something he sent out is, it was Jeremy Crawford print. Uh, Tweeted out the other day, D&D is a co-op game. DMs are meant to adjudicate the rules with the aim of maximizing the fun of their groups and the happiest groups listen to one another. Listen, laugh, roll some dice, adventure. Which, uh, you know, I think that's... Yeah, and he a makes good, all the rules. Yeah. He's the rules yeah. guy at Wizards of the saying, Coast. It's okay to not, you know, kind of bend the rules as long as you're having a good time and you agree on it at your table. The rules are like the lines in a coloring book. You know, it's okay mm-hmm. to color outside of them if it makes the picture more fun to pl- color. Yeah, and I think we talked about uh, in the in the How to D and D episodes. We kind of talked a lot about like some groups can be super rules heavy and buy the books, and that's great as long as everybody in the group wants to do that and some groups can just role play all day and not worry about the rules and again if everybody's on board with that everybody wants to cool like i think a lot of times there's there's one angry person who's like my character has this and this spell's supposed to work and like if that's if that's that just might not be a mix for the people at your table and you should find you should bring that up and see if people are willing to accommodate but also like you should hook up with a group that wants to play the way that you play there's a lot of ways and we're definitely we're definitely on the improv. Definitely, for sure, yeah. we're on the improv side of things. And for sure, yeah, the moments of role play where, like, I didn't have anything to plan. There's just a moment for you guys to talk. Those turned into the best, most awesome moments. To which, At, at which point I'm like, oh, man, the next what I have planned, there's going to be too much fighting and battling. And it's not going to have enough 
awesome moments for you guys to play. So probably some of my least favorite episodes are just like, well, this is going on and this battle is happening and you have to do those when you guys totally shined in the moments of hanging out, walking up to the orcs and convincing them, <laughs> doing a <laughs> protest, all of that. Like that could have been a battle, but it was so much more bad, so much better the way that it played out. Well, and Lyra taking their wages and you as the DM mm -hmm. having that come back around, like, you know, <laughs> that was fun. I, that was probably one of my favorite moments was like the the kind of callback to some of that stuff, mm -hmm. you know, because actions have consequences. So it's always cool to see the world uh, kind of grow with you in your story. And just for the record, I'm totally a rules guy. Just <laughs> rules and, and... Oh, we know oh, what yeah. yeah, we know. And we... We, I've we seen wanted to use this opportunity actually to tell you something that we, <laughs> yeah, this is actually an we all agreed for coming. Uh, I have a card. Hang on. Let me get the card out. Podcast. I've got a card. Just. Uh, well, and, 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 and it's important for me to also, uh, you know, play with the group. You know, like however the group is playing. Like I, I'm... You, I'm sure you've heard my remarks off, <laughs> uh, you know, about a rule or about a thing. And like, those are very important to me. But what's more important to me is that we're having fun, you know, that, that, that we're enjoying ourselves. But I. Well, the rules, though, I mean, it is a game at the end of the day. It's a game. And like, sometimes the rules like, you know, you don't want to win everything. And you need to be restricted because, you know, that sometimes that conflict is what makes it interesting. Yeah, Weston's presence for sure. There's a lot of times when I was like, <laughs> Weston, how's this work? <laughs> well, and I think also getting that, that, that dose of reality and saying like, reality, right? Uh, but that here's how the Fairness rules work. That really also lets us yeah. say if, you know, if the DM chooses to say, okay, that is how that works, but I'm going to choose not to do that for the sake of the story. It's still we useful to know that. that we're making those trade-offs in yep. that moment, we as opposed to just, just blindly stumbling in. I, I, I the, the reason I, I love rules is that it promotes fairness, both when, uh, you know, it, 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 I feel like it makes you earn certain things. I also like uh, that the rules make the game dangerous. Yeah, and that is that is something that I am very about. I love it when I feel like my I'm about to lose my character. Because not, not that like uh, I ran, I randomly fell down a hole, you know, like, but that there was decisions made, the rules, the dice played out in such a way that guess what? I lost my character oh, due there's, to that. There's consequences in that you can make a mistake and get yourself killed. You get punished. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's fair. Right. It's, it's fair because it mm -hmm. was in the, in the idea of the rules. So like that's, I love the rules, but I also just love getting together and having and rolling dice and having fun with my friends. That's that's really what I, what I most treasure. Your Not me. <laughs> <laughs> your character Jeff, was also the most about... likely to go in and just like blindly do what your character would do, as opposed to like what was the smart thing to do as a player. Which mm -hmm. I, I genuinely appreciated that, mm -hmm. both as a listener and a fellow player. This is only the second time that I've played like a, a, quote unquote non-intelligent character and it, and it's it i'm kind of a method actor so i'm <laughs> not you playing feel your iq dropping literally <laughs> i'm not playing him as oh as a smart person thinking about what a dumb person would do what i'm like i feel dumb when i'm playing coach like i just i feel dumber you look dumb Thank when you're you. playing no i'm just kidding <laughs> but I it's feel calves. dumber it's, it's, calves, it's a though. weird feeling those calves it's man. a weird feeling jeff jen Tell me, tell me, tell me about uh, how you like to D and D. 
a fast and loose baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we yeah, know. Yeah, it's all about me. I apologize. Yeah. My one goal is to not do the thing that is like just an attack. Like that's like my f- one and only thing is like, what else can I do? I don't want to just stab with the I want to roll those dice. I want to do something insane. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm always crazy. looking through the inventory for Extra ball abilities. Bearings. Oh my god. Stupid <laughs> <laughs> ball On the dirt floor. <laughs> hey, we didn't a, make a thousand that ball bearings. <laughs> that wasn't clear, to be fair. <laughs> to be well, fair. That, that, fake, that fake court battle was pretty... That was, really that was a good Oh, movie. that was so was crazy. With Zap... Zip, what, zip and Zop? Zip and Zop. Zip and Zop. Zip and Zop. Zip and Who I confused right away. Oh, we all <laughs> did. Yeah, I think, you know, a big piece of, of podcasting... Podcasting D&D, I think, is like a lot of like, well, this battle, this person is going to be difficult, and in order to play that out, everybody would probably make their standard most powerful attacks, and that'll take about five rounds of combat, and that'll be about 45 minutes of just recording us doing numbers, and I shoot him again, I hit him again, and so there's definitely a challenge to pacing that and finding interesting things to do so every time that you guys had something crazy to pull off it's so awesome and i think also to go back to like the rules i think for me when i'm going in a direction narratively and somebody goes like well actually it works like this like i feel like that's a cool point because it makes me take that and incorporate that and have to like improvise like all right well if i'm gonna accept that is true then what would happen and focus through and that i think leads me whether as a player or a dm that leads me to a place i wasn't expecting to go and that's i think a really cool aspect so i think like accepting the rules and then like pushing back that's kind Mm -hmm. of the coolest part of improvising through something that has dice through the, the structure is I feel like it gives you things and you have to deal with that. So you can't go with your first instinct, which is probably kind of generic and boring. You have to take what you're given and then say like, okay, I was assuming this thing was going to work well, but it doesn't. What does that mean? I have to come up with a new situation. And sometimes that there's a lot of times you can point back to like, yeah, that role changed the whole course of history or that miss spoken word or whatever <laughs> had a dramatic impact on things if that there's various really places where one role could have done a whole different way oh my god so but funny. as a note like giving players like things that do random stuff Weird is stuff. like so good it's because cold. like maybe it comes in in a pinch or maybe it just there's a way that you use it that's not expected and like that's the kind of stuff that i like a lot with best magic like the, items. Like yeah. the hoops. Yeah, the hoops, the hoops of the snake huge. at the end were so fantastic. Good. Yeah, I think that's a good DM note. Like, I always want to give my players good treasure, but if you just, like, here's a super powerful sword and here's super Boring, powerful yeah. armor, you right. end up with Plus super six. powerful players yeah, that you just sword. have to hit with more powerful armor. So if you can just find interesting things, they have a couple of charges or they do this really random thing, those are cool things to, like, hand out and challenge people to do fun stuff with. And when they have enough of those things, when somebody has a hoop and somebody has all sorts of random magic items, you can just say like, yep, here's this impenetrable fortress. How are you going to get in there and have a fair amount of trust that like they're going to pull out one of these random things and figure out a way. Those are definitely Turn into a camel. Yes. (laughs) Summon sexy sheep. (laughs) Jump super high. I mean, I feel like you guys are really hating on the sexy sheep, but dang it, they work. And shoot an arrow through a drawbridge chain. (laughs) 
a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the things that saved us the most were random stuff that we did and then Gravely Taros. Like, that's <laughs> ultimately everything. It's just all the DPS from yeah. Gravely. Yeah, no Gravely in the next in the next chapter is going to mean that we're all we're all just going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we oh, we lose three challenge ratings when Gravely's out of the, yeah. out of the picture. Like it's, it's yeah. brutal. I rolled a lot of ones uh, with that disadvantage. Was oh awful. yeah, at the end there. Yeah, you. Were, I hit a lot, but my damage only rolls one, so it's not. A, it's, it's, I'm just like Dude, good yeah. poking at them. Yeah, yeah. I killed that one snake. That good. Tough. You did. Nice. Did. That was, that was hoop. sick. Fifty damage. <laughs> yeah. Woo. That was amazing. The hoop over the first snake is one of those moments guy. where it's like, oh no, this epic final battle might end real quick <laughs> if he just like gets Got everybody you, with a hoop. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't want to turn it back on because then they could <laughs> jump through. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a one like trick. Another snake comes in through one the portal. <laughs> Surprise! Well, I think we should take an, another opportunity to say thank you to our listeners. Hi, so honey. thanks to everybody, <laughs> both family and friends and newcomers and new people to DM, uh, to D&D and to DMing and to playing. Uh, thank you to anybody that is willing to give this uh, game a chance and our podcast a chance and let us know what you think you can email us you can tweet at us you can respond on instagram all the different places that we talk about in our show notes yeah huzzah huzzah, huzzah. make life an adventure, adventure. <laughs> <laughs> wait should we sing the song so you guys are in a tavern. Start to see like what key we're in or where. I don't know where we're going. It's cute that you think we can do a key. Uh, so fun. Yep. All right. Good night. Next season on Knights of the Roll Table. Does that happen a lot? I am playing Jarek Dark Harbor, coach the dwarf barbarian. I'll be playing Slius. I will be playing Sars and Demi Salt. If the siren's call of adventure happens, we might need to go. You hear a rustling from the tree line. Hold still! Uh, I'm super uncomfortable. A corn muffin as a down payment. Is a corn muffin worth six gold? Uh, I mean, I could make a lot of them. This is the best idea I've ever had. Here we go! Listen, you can never be too prepared. Is my beard burning? Welcome, your majesty. There's no way that this could go wrong. <laughs> oh, this is weird. Ha, 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 ha.